0: I hear you guys, it's tough. Um, it's very tough. Um, there's a couple things, is it, do we know like scientifically as your body is changing you have to continue to have surgeries? Um,
1: right okay. now, I, would
0: say,
1: I would say Janet, Jackson, Beyonce, let's do it. I wanna say welcome to the homo's talk
2: show. That's why we squeeze it on everything, yeah, boy.
0: What's up, what's up? It's Septimius is the great. What's up, y'all? My name is A. Biggs. Um, I am a musician.
2: What's up, guys? It's Monday, September
0: 7th. more itself the Charm City, Baltimore, Maryland. Coming in from Providence, Rhode
2: Island. And I'm from Harlem, New York. I'm in the Bronx, where I'm recording. But on Verse TV, you have to get that. Yes. All right. Since we live, guys, what's up, guys? It's Monday, September 7th, which is also Labor Day. So shout out to those who are watching and tuning in live from wherever you at. Hopefully you're eating some good uh, cookout food um, safely, of course, you know, you know, with the family and a whole bunch of crowds of a whole bunch of people. Uh, still not the time for all that. But um, if you're tuning in live, we want to say welcome to the homo's. Talk show. This is our Labor Day special, and uh, in the house today, we got some special people. So, without further ado, who we got in the building today? Talk to me.
0: What's up, y'all? My name is A Biggs. Um, I am a musician, a guitarist. I got some new music coming out, so check me out. Uh, I am coming in from Providence,
2: Rhode Island. Providence, woo, woo, alright. Talk about it. Also, who else we got in the building today? Talk to me. What's up?
1: What's up? Except Timmy, it's Septimius the Great. I am an international music artist actor and entertainer calling from be more itself the charm city baltimore maryland
2: whoop, whoop. you already know be more in the building strong we already our show pieces from Be More, but ladies and gentlemen without further ado i'm troy weeks music on everything your boy looking nice in my tie-dye you know i'm feeling me my two-piece and i'm from harlem new york i'm in the bronx right now recording but i'm from harlem new york you guys if you're watching stay tuned and you know that I'm from Holland, but you know it's time to get right to it. It is the Homos Talk Show, and uh, without further ado, in the beginning, we like to start things off with our Homos Tea. So let's get into some tea, y'all. I hope y'all cups is filled and ready for it. So our first topic today, it's uh, it's going to be about our LGBTQ plus movement. That's what it's going to be about, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's a USA Today article, if I'm not mistaken. And so in this article, NC Congress candidate Madison Cawthorne said the LGBTQ plus movement was two people who wanted to be able to get married, um, Oscar Karkin said, on the Char- um, Charlie Clark show last month. But now it's saying that we need to be able to have gender reassignment surgery for 12-year-olds. They never stop at a line. It's always going to continue to go further. At what point do we stop and feel that we've arrived? Can we ever? Why why not? Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, it's so a USA Today article. And I feel like, um, so I guess I'll start um, I think with me looking at the article and reading the article one thing that sort of stuck out to me was what she said that you know for her being in that situation with her kid you know wanting to transform or, or, or trans be transgender um, it, she felt like God took her by the collar choked her up and said you know made her understand that it's not a choice to be you know LGBTQ um, transgender for say for her for her child so She's talking about these rights and how, you know, this is what we're dealing with now. And I feel like, you know, there are some things that, you know, you do have to cross the line. (laughs) It's always going too far. It's always going too far, but it's not one thing, it's another thing. And I feel like, you know, having rights are amazing and fighting for the rights that you believe in is awesome. But at some point, you know, you got to think about life in reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, does a 12-year-old, I get, you know being you know we know when we're young if we're gay or like you know how we feel about sex we, we start to know that especially now people are younger with, with social media and all these different access to internet and tv and all this stuff kids are younger and younger you know being able to understand hey this is what i am this is why we, we're having this conversation but it's like does a 12 year old really know you know what i'm saying like to me that's a big life change to you know make a sexual organ change at 12 years old and the next thing you know, you know, you're 20 years old and you realize, I don't want to be a girl no more. I want to go back to being a boy. Like, how do you, you know, how do you have that? How do you deal with that in that moment? It's like, that's reality. So I feel like for me as a parent, you know, that's, I think, a decision you need to make as an adult you know, you know, just because you like a certain sex, I get it. We all had those issues growing. you know, not other issues, but we all had different struggles understanding how to understand that and be comfortable with it. So I feel like, yeah, because younger now people, younger kids are being more accepted with the sexuality. I still think that you need time to grow. You know, you're not fully grown as a man until you you know, 25, you know what I'm saying? Like when your body stops growing, your parts stop growing. So it's like, you know, you need time to understand that and process that. So um, there needs to be a line at some point. You know what I'm saying? Kids want to, you know, express themselves sexually in a sense of, oh, I think I'm transgender. That's how I feel better. I understand that. But a whole sexual part change, I think, you know, their minds are still growing and, you know, they... They're still developing. They don't need to be, they don't need to be making those kinds of decisions. Not 12 years old. No, no. So uh, that's going to be my intake on this homeless topic. Um, I'm going to move things over to Septimius. So what do you think about this topic? Um, what is your, your intake on all this?
1: You know what? I, I completely agree. And it's not so much the mindset of a 12-year-old. Of a to me, it's more like what your body is doing. Because, you know, you can go ahead and do this surgery at 12 years old, but your body is going to evolve and change. Up until you like you said, 25 years old. So you're going to have surgery after surgery after surgery after surgery just to, because you made an early decision. And like you said, and when time goes on and you do mature, your know, your body wise and mentally, you may decide something something completely different. So I think it should you should definitely hold off. Like you said, let people let let the 12 year old child, you know, live their life and and, and experience the feelings um, and keep it under wraps, whether it's in drag or whatever. The case may be to live the life um, as a field, but not to make anything medically or surgically different from yourself until your body feels mature.
2: Yeah, and you made it you brought an even Like al- I brought a brighter <laughs> light to that. Like, your body's changing. If you go and change parts now, and you're still growing, you might look cute petite now, but when you hit 15, you might just go like that. And now you're <laughs> a cute petite person you thought you was. And now you look right, like, exactly. you know, you don't feel comfortable in that body now, because your body's still changing. So you're right okay. about that. I agree with you on that. Hey, Biggs, talk to me. What do you think about this?
0: I hear you guys. It's tough. Um, it's very tough. Um, there's a couple things. Is it do we know like scientifically as your body is changing, you have to continue to have surgeries? <clears throat> Excuse me. Cause um to the
2: water. That's I right. get it together now. Don't be choking now. Get by yourself. <laughs>
0: I think I have heard that the younger, uh, the younger you do it, the um, easier your body like adjusts as it's growing. Um, however, it's hard to speak on it because I don't know what it's like to be trans. So I hear what you guys are saying, but mm-hmm. I also don't know the likelihood of later in life you decide that you don't want to be this person. Um, it could be that when a kid realizes they're trans there's no no question about it this is who they are they can feel it. it's natural um no matter what age you are so um what i get what you guys are saying but i think there's a piece that we don't know and which is actually who this person is and how how that comes about you know that Mm -hmm. makes sense
2: no no it makes good sense the only reason why i brought
0: that up is because i know somebody who felt that way that's why
2: um, who yeah. was trans? Who just, who transcended to be trans and had some, uh, some work done, but then later on in life decided they didn't want to be a woman no more. i mean someone who went from a man to a woman, so that's what I'm saying. Like those decisions do happen, and so if they making an, this, and if this is just something that people are really dealing with now, I can only imagine what a kid's going to deal with. That's what I'm saying. So,
0: yeah.
2: Um, So yeah. So let's uh, uh, keep the show boat moving and move on to uh, topic number two here. So topic number two is this. Says um, more right or more wrong. And this is brought to us by gameindustry.biz. Um, did I type the right name? Sorry. Might put the wrong note. I'm gonna come back to that one because I think I put my notes somewhere else. So let's let's skip to the next one for right now because this one is really hot off the press because we've been talking about this from last week. I don't know if you guys paid attention. to last week, we were live. We were listening to the Brandy, and the uh, we were listening to Brandy, and we were listening to Monica versus um, on uh, versus TV as well as on uh, Apple Music, um, Instagram, and it was super dope. So first and foremost. Shout out to Brandy and shout out to Monica for making it happen. This is via Brandy's Instagram and, um, and also Billboard.com. So, Brandy and Monica they had over 4.2 million total Versus viewers, and they got over 20 million new streams after Versus, split almost in half. So, why do we feel this Versus was so successful? Do you think that there's another pairing that could create, that could generate these numbers? And what pair do you think that actually could, you know, create these numbers or surpass these numbers um, when it comes to the verses? So I am um, excited about this. Um, I don't know if you guys saw what we did last week, but it was super dope, super fun. We got to watch and, and we watched it on when we talked about it. But uh, i am going to go first? I'm not going to go first. Ha! I'm going go to go Um, So... Did you first of all, did you, did you get a chance to watch any of it? Did you hear about the verses? Did you see anything about it?
1: I did not. I did not see it. I've heard all of the buzz all over social media about it, but yeah, I didn't. Got see it.
2: it. Got it. Okay. But yes, so this versus was super dope as we could just took, you know, 4.2 million viewers, 20 million streams between the both of them afterwards. Um, do you think that there's another pair in, in, in the industry that could do this, such in numbers or more? And why? And why?
1: Almost oh, definitely. I think that um, it had a lot to do with who they were um, uh, and what, with, with, uh, I guess, generation they came from. You know, mm-hmm. people uh, who love Monica and Brandy are from a d- different generation. So people have been looking to hear from them to relive their music and their, their, their whole persona at their heyday. So I think that any, uh, well, not I would say anyone. Well, anyone from that decade, R&B um, like type divas, or devos (laughs) that um, actually the public wants to hear from and see what their day-to-day real life is now as opposed to what their music was then. They could probably do those numbers also because that's like almost like a forgotten generation that is resurging now because people want to know where are they now? What are they doing now? And and let's relive the moment when they were there.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes, so tell me, do you think there's any pair now that could do those kind of numbers?
1: Uh, only my biggest one I wish but right now we can't do it would be of course Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey but hey you know that my, my, good. yeah yeah my girl Whitney is not here though but I think that would have been a perfect perfect pair. Yeah, yeah but right Come on, now, I can't of off yeah right yeah I would say Janet Jackson Beyonce let's do it <laughs> oh. oh
2: that's a good one I mean, don't yeah. you know, tap and tap. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I'm going to leave it at that. That would be interesting. I don't know if both those divas would actually be in the same room. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. Um, but um, Janet Jackson and Beyonce would be good. It would be interesting to see. So, um, I, 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 right? My friend is like, hey, that's definitely good. So, you got some eyebrows going on that one. All right. I like it. Um, uh, hey, Biggs, talk to me. Who do you – uh? Um, when it came to, did you get a chance to watch it at all? Did you get a chance to see it? Did you, you um, your I thoughts on chance, it?
0: I didn't get a chance to watch it. I saw it uh, all over social media. Um, I mean, Brandy and Monica, they're just, like, um, like you just said, it's nostalgia, you know? Like, the two divas giving us the hits over and over. So, um, as far as if anybody else, I can't think of another pair, really. Um, no, not that, yet.
2: Nobody? I am
0: pretty good, though
2: that's right all right mm-hmm. so now we'll answer first of all yes i did see it um i didn't see the whole thing i didn't know when the monica did the dance i missed that i just saw mm-hmm. memes everywhere <laughs> um but um that was super dope broke history broke numbers, and i think the main reason why um was because i'm not sure but was that not the first verses with women or was one before oh no erica badu and uh uh Somebody else did one. Right? Somebody did one. Two women did one. Um, but this was bigger. Um they you know what it is the uh, the, the, the thing was right now, everything that's going on with Brandy having Moesha and her new album out and Monica having, you know, her her more recent stuff and her new album, it was a lot of hey in your face right now. Like not playing like, oh it's Jill Scott and Erica Badu, I think by the way, that did theirs. Um okay, oh, okay. cool. Um but this one was bigger because they were relatively more new. Like Brandy and Monica have new music out. You know, Moesha's being put on Netflix or well, Amazon, whatever. Netflix, Moesha's out now and everything. You know, so these they, they were re- rarely, relatively new. So this is why it worked. They both had new albums going, and now you can go buy their new stuff, which is why they went 20 million streams on their new music because they had stuff out that was relevant now. You had to go back to, you know. Um, but who I would say would be a better pair Who I would say is going to be a better pair, I would say um, um, Fantasia and Kiki White. I would love to see. But the reason why that won't happen is because Kiki White, I don't think, has enough music caliber of her own to be able to actually compete in the verses. She's an amazing singer. I just feel like those two together would be, you know, dope. But I feel like when it comes to verses, it's more about your work, you know what I'm saying? And so because of the work, but I would say maybe Jennifer Hudson and, and Fantasia together, those two were like powerhouses together. And so to see how that, to me, reminds me of the same thing like Jill Scott and Erica Badu had that, you know, they realm that. So I feel like, um, yeah, so I feel like Fantasia and Jennifer Hudson would be dope. Um, just because, you know, especially if they both got new music coming out or new album or something, something new. Boom, they can really go viral and make a move. So I would say Jennifer Hudson and and, and um, Fantasia. Uh, that I would like to see. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we can have uh, Whitney's people curate and Mariah's people curate something and just give us a little fan fan versus something like, you know, um maybe a Whitney that,
1: hologram. <laughs>
2: oh, that would be something that she can really talk back and it could be real, right? <laughs> like <laughs> oh Whitney, so that would be dope. Uh, right, so right. yes, shout out to the uh, so I think that the best all time versus Mariah Carey and um, who said sorry Mariah Carey and um, Whitney Houston. But you know right now, you know um, Jennifer Hudson and Fantasia. All right, cool. So you guys, um, what do you guys think? think, well, you think be something- Janet
1: Jackson, definitely.
2: Yes. That would yeah. be dope, but I'm still thinking it's too much diva in one room. I don't know if you can get it. are <laughs> right. They're getting the those, divas, it's get those much, numbers. It's too much shine in one room. They definitely would get the numbers now. They definitely would oh, supersede numbers if they both were in the same room. As I'm saying you get them both right. in the same room to make it happen. You know, but Jana would have to come out with a new album first. She have to put some new music out or something. She wanted to compete right, right. with Beyonce with Black is King and Lemonade. Yeah, yeah. You know, She's it's a lot. Yeah. She on yeah, top. Uh, of it. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, cool. So I'm going to uh, move right along to our topic, uh, last topic of today. And the last topic is this. Um, game industry that is more right, more wrong. So it's this. If someone does a total right thing, but totally for the total wrong reasons, is it more right or more wrong? Um, if someone does something totally right, if someone does a totally right thing for the totally wrong reasons, is it more right or more wrong? Um and um, before I answer, I would love to see play devil's advocate here. So I'm going to go with A-Biggs first on this um, on this topic. You know, if someone does something totally, you know, right before all the wrong reasons, is it right or wrong? More right or more wrong?
0: Hmm. That's tough. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> if the right thing is like changing somebody's life for the better, it's hard to say that it's not right, even if it was only for, you know, like publicity or something like that. So I think I'm going to say it's more right because sometimes, you know, it doesn't really matter why you're doing it. As long as something good is coming from it, it's helping the world, I guess. The rest is between you and your conscious.
2: Hmm. That's a good way to put it.
0: I like. Okay.
2: All right. So tell me. stop to me. What do you think about someone doing something? Oh, yeah.
1: That's a real tough one. Um, I'm trying to think of like current events that someone is doing the right thing but for the wrong reasons. And the only thing that can pop in my head is politics. And when I talk about, when I think about politics, I would just say like Kanye West. I mean, yeah, he's running for the black vote for America. And, but it's just for the wrong, complete reason. It just should not be, should not be happening. But it's a way, the, the reason is he's trying to unite certain people, I guess, but it's that's not coming off right. But it's for, done for the wrong reason. And that's a tough right. one. That's
2: a tough one. It is tough, right? Um, yeah. I'm sitting think, and thinking, listening to y'all playing devil's advocate in my head and I'm thinking, ah, I got it. So I feel like technically it's wrong, more wrong. The reason why I say more wrong is because the motives that people do things. It might be so many ways you could do it to do it the right way. But why do it the wrong way for the wrong reason when you know, you know, that's a motive. Like your motive was, hey, to me, that's more the bigger motive for the wrong reason to do it than to get it, do it right. Because you can do it so many ways. But, but doing it for the wrong reason or the wrong motive behind why you're doing it that. Because ultimately, if you know something's the right for somebody, then you're going to do it the right way. You're not going to go behind somebody's back. Well, I had to step on a couple of toes to make it happen because I had to do it. Well, you could have just worked just as hard or not a little bit harder to make it happen. You didn't have to crush nobody. You didn't have to stand on anybody's toes. But, you know, it's all about the motive and what, you know, the intention is. And so I found a different way. <laughs> I just to be I of the and I was like, wow, I thought about it that way. When you think about it that way, it's true. A lot of people, have, lot of people do things for their own motives, and you don't know what their motives are. You could just be, hey, right. I just want to be friendly. I want to meet people on my network. But their motives are, oh, he's cute, or she's cute, or this, or that. Or, you know, oh, they doing this, and I ain't doing that, but I am going to do, do what they doing. So I'm going to, you know, and they people attach themselves to you for the wrong reason. They do it right now. They come network. Hey, they want to hang out. They get real close to you. Hey, but for the wrong reason. That's when we we'll be cautious okay, yeah. of the snake in the bushes. Okay?
0: Be yeah, cautious yeah. of that.
2: <laughs> so, um, if you're not mistaken, this should conclude our home. So, I'm going to run through, you know, everything we talked about today. So, for those people out there listening, whether you're listening on, on Facebook or on YouTube or iHeartRadio, however you're listening... Um, you know, so you can be a part of what we're doing. This was the homos team. We talked things with the LGBTQ movement. And the question was this. We read an article from USA Today. In this article, NC congressman candidate Madison Cotron said the LGBTQ movement was two people who wanted to be able to get married. She said this on the Charlie Kirk show last month. But now it's saying that we need to be able to have gender reassignment surgeries The 12-year-olds. They never stop in the line. They always go further. At what point do we stop and do we we feel that we've arrived. Can we ever? Why or why not? So let us know what you think. Second thing we talked about was the verses from last week with Brandy and Monica, of course. So Brandy and Monica had over 4.2 million total versus views and they got over 20 million view streams, um, 20, 20, 20 million new music streams together, combined, almost split in half. So what do you feel the verses was so successful? What do, you, um, what do you think is another pair that could generate these numbers? If you think they could generate numbers or surpass these numbers, why or why not? And the last thing we talked about was... Um, from um, gameindustry.biz, more right or more wrong. And basically we said, if someone does a totally right thing, but for the total wrong reasons, is it more right or more wrong? Uh, And let us know what you guys think. Again, um, drop us down in the comment box. Let us know what you think. Um, Please like, comment, subscribe. We're here. Um, And you know, we love what we do. Again, this is September 7th, our Labor Day edition in the building with us today. We got Septimius the Great. We got A-Bigs. Um, and A business with us all week, so stay tuned for more, y'all, because we here each and every week doing what we do best—the Homos Talk Show, y'all. On Verse, on Verse TV. Can't forget that, on Verse TV. <laughs>